time you turn on your vehicle. It does not matter if you use your Bluetooth from your phone or whatever the fuck you use. Because when you turn your vehicle, the first thing that comes on is the radio. So, by default, you still have to unfortunately listen to the radio. Even for a brief period of time until you connect your shit. I'm not anti-radio. But if there was any uh, illusion of beating the fuck out of something. it like It's starting to become that family guy type of... Beating the fuck out of it. Just annoying the shit out of something. Where it just repeats, repeats, repeats. Except the problem is... When every time you turn your vehicle... The same song comes on. Now you may be thinking... You know what? Maybe you do the same thing every day. Maybe you have a routine. And maybe the song plays at the same time every day. Except, that's not the case. Because I've been in my car at 7am. Turn on my car. Boom. She had me at Heads Carolina by Cole Swindell. On 94.9 The Bull. Playing. Oh, it's 11.30am? Ah. She had me at Heads Carolina by Cole Swindell. And it's always at the same part of the song. It's never at the beginning. It's like right when the instrumentals and the chord starts... And like, she got her mind in the Chevy, something about, oh, and the only reason why the catchiness, it's like every time I turn on my car, it's the most catchiest part of the song. She wants a boy from South Georgia, and it's like, well, damn, I have to continue listening as a boy from South Georgia. She's a 90s country fan, Um, even though I've never really been with a girl that was actually a fan of 90s country and I don't blame him I'm not even a fan of 90s country um but I am a boy from South Georgia it's I, I turn on my car at two o'clock sometimes multiple times in the same day oh I go I leave my house at 11 a.m and then I leave the gym at 4 45 p.m and guess what she got a boy from South Georgia. And I wonder if it's like kind of like it's kind of like when two women are on their period. You know, this is something I learned recently in life where apparently if two girls are around each other, let's say they're friends and they're around each other a lot, their periods will start aligning with each other. I forgot what the technical term is, but I felt like that's what me and she had me at Heads Carolina by Cole Swindell. Me and Cole Swindell, we're on our periods all the time. Um, I don't know if it really applies to dudes because I'm sure like for the woman aspect, it's because there's like estrogen, there's some weird stuff going on. But I mean, I feel it. And I've never met Cole Swindell in my life, but I feel like I know this man because, you know, we're just uh, two boys from South Georgia. So yeah, we're on a period. Welcome to episode 174 of the Off and Beat Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification 
bell on, on all apps, whatever you follow on. Um, but most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget the suck some titties. Uh, whew. don't worry, I'm starting to get back into it. I have a couple episodes coming out uh, this upcoming week, so stay tuned. I got some pre-recorded ones going good. Uh, recording this at 12.51, 12.52 actually, just uh, tick to 12.52 a.m. Eastern on October 7th. 2022 um so yeah that's what's going on that is a weird thing that and honestly that there is an appreciation that i i do kind of miss with radio i think sometimes now with streaming and playlists and honestly you would think with so much access to listen to all this new music you can on Spotify, Apple, music, and YouTube, even SoundCloud, wherever you like digest your music from. You would think it would like, you would think like, oh, you know, I, I get to access so much more new music, music that I would never listen to and stuff like that. But really, I'm pretty sure when you really think back and just think like the past three months of music you listen to. It's probably the same stuff. It's probably the same artist. You're probably listening to the same 30, 40 songs over and over again. Because you like what you like. You are your algorithm. That's why people think, oh, like YouTube and stuff. Like You have all this access to everything. But then how come we just listen and watch the same people, the same shows, the same channels, the same content, the same genre of stuff like you may come across like let's say you watch like uh you know health and fitness stuff you may in your algorithm they may suggest a new person but oh okay like now i kind of watch this person but it's still the same stuff you are your algorithm and it's kind of weird how with all this access to watch and listen to anything we actually probably discover and listen to less and less newer stuff than ever. Because what that song playing over and over again, which by the way, I like the song. Actually, I haven't added it to my Spotify. It's like, you know what? Maybe I add it to my Spotify. Maybe, uh, maybe, you know, human nature, maybe, or whatever it is. Maybe, maybe the gods will be like, all right, we got the message. Now, you're going to listen to the song, and we want to force feed it to you, all the signs from Jesus. Um, but I actually think that we, and because I, I studied myself, and I realized all you have to do is like on the, listen, look at your most recently played stuff. I realize it's the same stuff. I listen to the same stuff every fucking day. I like routine. I like listening to the same stuff during my workout. I don't really like dabbling the new stuff all the time. I like to know what I know. That's why this whole thing of I like to discover new things. Like, no, we don't. I like to when I I like to know the lyrics I'm listening to. I like it, it brings like, oh, I do this. 
I listen to these lyrics and I connect them to what I'm doing. I think that's why, like, now that I've gotten older, like, we all, why why do our parents like these music from the 80s and 90s when they grow? How come they don't like this new stuff? It's like, because. They've been listening to that same stuff all the time. Like, yeah, you know, they'll pick up a thing here and there, but I like listening to the same stuff. I do. I like Nickelback. I like Drake. I know, Jesus, Clint, you're the most, like, I'm the definition of, yes, I like mainstream music. I've been listening to Bruno Mars, John Mayer, Taylor Swift, fuck it. You know, I actually, let me just pull up my Spotify and just give you an idea of my recent place. I listen to the same stuff every damn day. And we used to always blame Brady. Oh, we, I'm forced to listen to the same stuff. as like, okay, now you get to do whatever the fuck you want. And what do you do? You listen to the same fucking stuff. And I discovered this song because I was forced to listen to it on radio. So ironically, the thing that we think is actually limiting our horizon. Yes, do they repeat the same fucking shit over and over and over again because they're paid literally by these record companies to play these songs 10 and 20 times a day on these stations? But you weren't going to find them on your own, you lazy fucks. Let's see. Bruno Mars, John Mayer, Joe, Three Doors Down, Maroon 5, Some Things, Destiny's Child, Mario, and the previous day, John Mayer, Dave Matthews Band, The Goo Goo Dolls, Matchbox 20, the day before, Nickelback, John Mayer, Bruno Mars, Janet Jackson, Ah uh, For You. And uh, this whole episode is all for you. Um, Mayday Parade. Cassie. Usher. Day before that. Nickelback. John Mayer. Taylor Swift. Nickelback. Did I mention Nickelback? Day before that. John Mayer. Day before that. Taylor Swift. Day before that. Three Days Grace. A Day to Remember. A day before that, Nickelback. You, you see a pattern thing? And I know, oh, well, that's just you. Uh, some of us, we listen to a whole bunch of fucking different music. Oh, really? Do you? I have a high, I, I, I highly doubt that. Because you know what? I know how these things work. When you have accounts and you listen to the same music over and over, you know what it does? Even these playlists that are randomly made, they're playlists that are made for your algorithm, and it shuffles these daily mixes that are made just for you. Oh, we'll throw in a couple different songs here and there, but it's the same artist, same shit over and over, and you're just going to listen to it. It's really no different than radio. And I would make the argument, you're actually listening to less music than when radio. Because when you really look at what these streaming platforms, I haven't looked it up, but, you know, the ones that have B 
billions and billions of plays. It's the same fucking people. You don't see, uh, you don't see, uh, Elliot Yamin with a billion plays. You have access to him. You don't see Josh Groban with a billion plays. You know who you see with a billion plays? Taylor Swift. You know who you see with a billion plays? Drake. Which actually, I think Taylor Swift actually dropped an album today. It was weird. Because no one was asking for a Taylor Swift album. I don't know who she's been with recently. What has she had to talk about? Um, (laughs) Oh, watch out, John Mayer. Um, It's the same same songs that get a shitload of plays on these streaming platforms. It's the same thing that's played on the radio. Yeah. I don't know, man. Jesus, like, honestly, it's kind of sad looking at my recently played stuff on Spotify because it literally is just the same shit. And, oh, well, maybe, you know what? Maybe you're not the best at study. It's like, actually, I am. Because I'm I'm okay that I listen to the most listened to music. I'm a product of mainstream listen music. I'm not one of these people like, oh, I like to listen to uh, these artists that are underground, even though they all sound the same because they all use the same Pro Tools. Like, there's nothing like when you listen to someone playing their phone out loud of music and it sounds like exactly the same as like 99% of under of quote-unquote underrated artists, underrated rappers that like I can't understand a word they're saying and they suck. But those are the ones that be like, "Oh, you know, if these people, if they were, if they had a record label, they'd be big and famous. Like, no, because I'm listening to that shit, and I would never listen to it. Uh, yeah. I, I guess my whole thing is, I actually think we listen to less and less music more than ever. Because there's no need to. Everything is catered to us. I actually think this algorithm stuff, literally, when you think of what an algorithm is, it's once they collect just enough of your interests, I guarantee you, like eighty-five to 90% of the stuff we watch, we don't even put in the search bar. It's just recommended to us. It's just right there for us to click on. Hey, we have this. It's basically like when you go on YouTube, it's basically just a shuffle of what, of new stuff that's posted that day or stuff that we think you may like. Like, if you ever come across a video that was made five months ago, and is and the only reason why it's recommended to you is because you watched the video about you know fucking uh gym idiots, and now it's like oh well you want to watch a lot of people be idiots in the gym. It's like nah, I actually I just wanted to watch one video, and I was fine with that. I didn't I I didn't need these nineteen different other channels with below average commentary that don't even know how the fucking properly do the lifts and they're critiquing people doing lifts when they don't even know how to do the lifts and they don't even look like you lift bro 
uh, do you even lift, bro? It's like, yeah, now I do. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm all about showing the bro the splits. <laughs> That's a gay joke. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is the reason why I think less and less artists get discovered. I know like we really, I know artists are discovered, but when you really think about it over like the last three years, who is just like freshly found talent that just went from being found, went on a record label, whatever, and then all of a sudden, boom, now they're big. That used to be like the norm, like like, for example, like, I know I talked about Maroon 5, previous episode, but, like, Maroon 5, like, yeah, like, you know, they had to do some, you know, gigs and stuff, but their first album popped, and they were a group for only, like, a year or two, once they got signed, it's like, okay, boom, we're gonna make these guys big, because, you know what, they're good, and people like them. Nowadays... We're because of the stream and stuff. Basically, people just like to listen to the people they're comfortable with. I'm not gonna sit there and how am I gonna find a new artist that I don't already know on the stream platform when there's no incentive to look for them? Where the thing that radio does is like as much as we hate to be force fed and stuff, it actually introduces us to new artists better. Then when you give the people the choice of the list to, because we're going to listen to what is not going to waste our time. It's the same with like a podcast. Like you're asking someone to invest an hour or so of their time to listen to something or someone. They have no fucking idea. Like if they even enjoy that person, I think they'll listen to you for a couple minutes and be like, I'm never listening to this person again. And that person listens to half of a song and they're like, eh, this shit's eh. They're never going to give you the light of day again. Where if it's on radio, as much as we hate to be force fed, sometimes as people, we have to be force fed shit. And because I was force fed that she had me a Heads Carolina, I added it to my Spotify because I actually enjoyed the song. I It was just creeping me the fuck out. That every time I turned on my radio, this shit was on. That's the shit that creeped me out. It's like, I didn't know if it was fate. I don't know if this was like a sign from God. Like, Clint, you, you. Like, I feel like it's some bad luck premonition shit that's about to happen. Like, it's the definite. Like, I felt like it was in the deja vu, technically. And I do think there's value of being force fed. It's kind of like a child. Like sometimes you have to be, I think we're creatures of as much as we hate stuff being repeated. And God damn it, I hate when people repeat shit to me. I don't have the patience to be repeated to when I grew up. And the reason why I should have to be repeated to me, because I was too dumb to get the first time and I didn't listen. I didn't listen off the first time. And sometimes you have to be repeated the fuck out. I think that's kind of the science behind the family guy and South Park shit is that 
as annoying as it is, that shit sticks to your head when they repeat and beat the fuck out of something. And that's kind of like how it is with music. Very few songs. I don't know what to say. Very few songs at the first listen do you truly grasp how good it is, how what you're listening to, the lyrics. Typically, the first time you listen to a song, you're, you're just trying to digest it. And you're trying to see there's something about the song that's catchy. There's something about the instrumental that's just keeps me in it. That doesn't make me tune away. Like, ooh. Now, rap is a little bit different because certain lyrics can stick out. Like, you hear a line, it's like, ooh. And then you listen to the song over and over again. You catch more and more lyrics. A song that may be just more like a traditional pop or rock song. Like, lyrics can capture you, but it could be the melody, the hook. It could be so many different things. Instrumental, the, the catchiness of stuff. And... That's why, like, music is one of those things that has to be repeated to us over and over. Like, there's songs from, you know, John Mayer and Nickelback. The most mainstream people that I listen to all the time. The same songs. And there are certain little background musics, background vocal stuff I'll catch. Some, uh, when you really listen to some instrumentation, especially from John Mayer, like, and stuff like that, it's like, wow, like, I'd, I've listened to the song literally 80 times this week, and I'm, I'm capturing, like, that faded background guitar type of thing that's going on, the heavy organs and shit, like, there's so many things, the heavy bass in some Nickelback songs during the choruses, like, there's just certain things that are so mainstream and stuff that even then you have to catch it, and they make that thing so digestible off rip, so you become addicted to it. It's literally a formula. And. Um, shit. Kind of lost my train of thought. But damn. Hey. Clint's back potting. Um, <laughs> I just think that. um. Oh yeah. But I think that's why like. As kids growing up like. I think it's kind of just human nature, regardless if you're a kid, adult, I know no one wants to be repeated and force-fed shit, but hey, sometimes that's the only way we actually get get it through our fucking head, and I was, look, I was someone that, like, yeah, I had to be repeated shit so many times. I don't catch things the first time. I, I can listen to the song a thousand times and I don't remember the lyrics. Or most of them. It's kind of like the ABCs. I literally have to start from the beginning. It's about A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z. If someone were to tell me, hey, start a P, I'd be like, P, U, V, Y. See, like, I like legitimately, I can't even like... You can't just tell me start from this letter and go from there. Like I could, I like more times than not. The later it is in the alphabet, the farther away I'm gonna be from getting it right. Um, and I think, uh, well, you know, unless you're starting to L, <laughs> so LGBT. All right, client, don't go there. Um, 
Uh, hey, Team Hop Hopper email. Forgetting some publisher part? Yeah, I do publish it on the biggest fucking streaming platforms. Now you're dumbass little bullshit. So you can fucking own my shit and take ad revenue, you sex shit. Sorry, guys. Went a little tangent there. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just think that it's really, it's really important to be like, oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> I, I do think it's just really important to shit, what was it though? Sorry. But no, um Yeah, like I know radio gets a bad bad hit, but honestly I do miss the days of just listening to like radio. Not in like you know the songs are probably going but there was something about waiting for that song to come on where because less is more like when you listen to it you got excited when the song came on like when when you would hear when you would hear a you know i'm not a Katy perry fan right but when you would hear i kissed a girl like during that time frame like you'd be listening to radio drive like in your mom's car it's kind of weird that song would be playing i kissed a girl and i like she's literally just talking about you know, uh, exploring your sexuality, and, uh, then you're in your car with mama, like, have you ever explored your sexuality, and then, uh, shit get, shit could get awkward, um, because, <laughs> you know, uh, I guess that's why I've avoided cherry chapstick at all costs, maybe that's why I didn't even get chapstick for the longest time, because I was afraid I'll turn a girl lesbian, um, <laughs> Oh, that's probably your dry lips that did it. Um, <laughs> talk about lip service. Hey, how about uh, servicing both of your lips? <laughs> you dirty, you dirty fuck, Clint. Um, but yeah, no, um, I do think that waiting when 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 you're not in control of when you listen to something but you know it's possible of happening it makes it a lot more intriguing it, it makes you feel alive and i think that's why like when, now honestly now that i think about when you hear people talk about how i think nowadays more than ever like people don't feel quote unquote alive and i think this is a small part but i think it's Part of feeling alive is the unknown or the uh, feeling like you're not just going to have access to every any and everything. So when it does happen, it's going to mean more. And I think it's like that with movies and stuff and, you know, music, like all the music you listen to be on the radio. So there'll be the big hits, the medium hits, the hits before they become hits. And like when that song will come on, but like, oh yes, it's like it's like you waited all day for this one song to play. And now it's like we're so saturated with the same music over and over. Like I think we just become like into things. We don't appreciate the appreciation of what is put into the music type of thing. And because music is just so put out there at mass now and because artists have to put out so much music just to keep up a relevancy in a lot of cases that's why we see a lot of this garbage music 
because there's just so much that to put out there just so they can stay in the algorithm just so they can stay relevant um and i don't know i just oh yeah i i think the reason why like when people say people feel less alive than ever i think part of feeling alive is spontaneity it's the unexpected and it's hard, you can't really, like, just the way the logistics work of how streaming platform works, like, you have to click and play this shit. No one's playing it for you. And there's an excitement when, ah, oh, yes, they're playing what I want. It's like if you would go to a concert of an artist you have, and they have four albums of music. They're probably going to play mostly their most recent album, but they're going to play a few of their main hits of what you know them by. And then when they dabble in those hits intertwine, like, the songs that you've been waiting to listen to, it's like, yes, yes, this is what I came for. And when you turn on the radio to certain stations of the genre or whatever music you're looking for, like, you're looking for a few songs that you hope to listen to. It's like, man, you know, to my 28-minute commute to work, if I could just, if they if they could just play Don't Stop Believing." On this 97.1 The River. And they could just play some Michelle Branch. Because you're everywhere to me. Like it, it just make my driving commute a little bit more alive. Like oh my god. Let's just. It changes your mood. Even. But now that you're in charge of your mood. As great as it is to be in power of your emotions and mood, I think there's also a sadness that you can't even, like, as much in control of you are in your emotions, you're also not in control of how you feel. Because you can't artificially create a good feeling. Ooh, damn. Clint's really getting deep into this. It only took almost 30 fucking minutes to get there. It's amazing how I start the pop and nothing to talk about and then turn into something. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem. But. That is kind of like. Whoa. It's almost like the worst thing. We as people can be. Is in control. Of what makes us feel good. Because sometimes we don't really know. What makes us feel good. We think we do. But the stuff that makes us feel good, if you do it too much, it loses its luster. It kind of becomes, eh. And I'm kind of, and I'm saying that from personal experience with the music I listen to that I totally listen to during my workout or through my commute driving or whatever. And I notice like the songs I enjoy, but it doesn't have the same luster as if I listen to it sparingly. Because I can just listen to it on repeat and I'm comfortable and I don't feel like looking for new artists to listen to and shit. It's really like, mmm. It's just like, oh, okay. It just feels like a part of a routine instead of something that just makes me feel good. I, I don't think listening to music really makes me feel good anymore. But... It just kind of, it's more of a background thing now. And I think that's really what music is now. It's more of something we kind of 
listen to an environment or it's just kind of in a background setting. Like if you go to a store, they're playing the same type of music that's relevant to what they believe the people that would shop there or eat there or consume whatever there. What they would be comfortable listening to in that setting appropriately. So that just kind of seems more of when you go out to places like what you kind of notice patterns of what's being shown to you. And people hate that stuff. But at the same time, I enjoy walking around Coles and, you know, listening to some, uh, you know, it's crazy how when you when you shop at the when you shop at a place like Kohl's, you know you can get anywhere from Cheryl Crow to the Counting Crows, and you actually might even see a dead crow. I don't know. Um, <laughs> if you see a dead crow, you're probably not at Kohl's anymore. Um, well, the devil is a cold world. <laughs> get it because you know crows crows like the cold and. Uh, Typically, when you die, you get bloated, and crows actually like feasting on dead and bloated things. Ooh, um, guess that's why they don't sell umbrellas. Um, I don't even know where you actually. Where do you buy an umbrella? I can't remember the last time I went to a store and they were just selling umbrellas. They only have umbrellas at Walmart. Where do people buy fucking umbrellas? Um, Jesus. Back in the day when Umbrella was like the biggest hit. And now Rihanna, she's doing the fucking halftime show. How are you doing a halftime show of music when you haven't made music since like Aerosmith did the halftime show? Something about that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You know, I was actually telling someone that I actually think the halftime show just, just should just be... Rihanna and Drake. Just all the songs they've done together. Because that would be better than if Indy, if she did an individual halftime show of her hits by herself. Or if Drake did a halftime show of his hits. Because I don't think his hits would work in a halftime setting. But both their songs together. Because they have like six or seven songs they've done together. And they haven't had one that sucked. They've all been... Really fucking good. Except now it'd be a it'd be a little awkward since you know, uh, ASAP Rocky he uh he put a rock inside of her ASAP. <laughs> uh, I guess took it to the Hard Rock Cafe and now they have a fucking problem. Um, <laughs> um, but I think that would be like. You imagine a whole halftime show of just work, too good, what's my name? Um, shit, there's like two or three more that's leaving my head, but it would work. <laughs> Square root of 69 is a sum. Um, <laughs> uh, these Canadians and their math. Uh, but yeah.
I would just feel that I just feel that when there's now that there's so much access when you pick when you pick what you want, it's actually not good for you. It's kind of like a prearranged marriage. Like prearranged marriages actually have like the most success rate. Like you have to have an outside source to pick who you should be with. Like when you give people the choice of who to be with, they make the worst decisions ever. Like when you give people the choice to work where they want to work. That's when you have the highest turnover rate. That's when you have people that can't keep a job. Because, you know, they pick things that they think they can do or they think they would enjoy, but they really don't. They want pay, but they don't want to do the stuff to get paid. You know, weird stuff like that. I think, like, well, what, what if we just had a system where things were just made out for you? You didn't have to you didn't have to think about like hey this is where you're going to work. You're going to get paid this and you don't have a choice. This is who you're going to marry. Like at the age of 23 you both are going to get married and that's that. If you don't want to get married fine, but you're not going to marry anyone else. You're not going you, you can't live together. You can't do nothing together because we we did all this we did all the analytics of your personalities and stuff because you know what they know everything about you like we, we they basically just studied both of your algorithms and said you guys are a perfect match, um, which you can say is kind of scary but at the same time it's probably really true you you probably know more about someone like honestly next time I go on a date I'm just gonna be like. Let me see your algorithm. All I need to see is like before I ask you a damn question, pull up your YouTube. I'm gonna see your I'm gonna see your first twenty videos, and I know exactly what you consume. I know exactly what you're looking for. I know exactly what you're into, and I know exactly that I want nothing to do with you. Um, <laughs> it's always you know it's it's always the you know, like, I feel like most, like, girls' algorithm, and I say this because I've kind of looked over, not, like, looked over like that, but, like, some people just voluntarily will show you, like, oh, hold on, well, look at this video I found, and then you see, like, the recommended videos, and it's always, like, how to know if you're wasting your time with him, it's like, oh, Jesus, it's like, now I know I'm wasting my time, because, eh, you know, you already think I'm wasting your time. Uh, if you're going to waste your time, then, you know, check my algorithm. Um, <laughs> it's always, like, honestly, I feel like you can, you can honestly, like, if they had, you know, they do these dumb game shows or the dumb little YouTube are these dumb video shows type of thing where it's like jubilee and stuff where it's like random people meet and they go through each other's phones or like weird stuff like that like oh let me see the last five pictures you took it's like you sure you want to do that you sure you want to do that oh let me see your search history it's like yeah where are you not um (laughs) 
it's like, why are you always searching yourself? It's like, eh, that's the best thing out there. Um, <laughs> I guess it's a definite, see, it's funny when I, when I seek self-love, it's what's wrong with you? Because isn't looking up yourself and like watching your own stuff and listening to your own stuff, isn't that the ultimate form of self-love? Oh no, you're just a narcissist. It's like, eh, you know, it's, it's only a problem being a narcissist if it's not working out for you. Otherwise, be all into yourself. You should stop being into yourself. And no, no one said anything about Michael Jordan when he was all into himself. It's like it was working. Russell Wilson, yeah, how's that working out for him? What they lose twelve to nine tonight? Like Jesus, like you know, I honestly thought the Broncos were overrated going into the season, but I mean, damn, and it'll be, and it'll be like this. Um, I saw the video of his like just it looked like an interception, like that interception he threw, where like the defender was just like basically returning like a eight yard punt, like it was like a shank punt, but it was like so high in the air. Like, I don't even know what to, like, that was like one of those, like, when you would play backyard football, and instead of kicking the ball, because kicking a football is fucking hard, and it hurts. Kicking a soccer ball hurts. Especially when you're not wearing proper cleats, but even with cleats, like, I've worn cleats and kicked it. It's like, how the fuck do people do this shit? I mean, look, if you're gonna pay me, hey, you know. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know. I'll kick a few things up the uprights, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh. oh, who needs three points? I just like when number two comes out. All right. Um, but, yeah. Kicking, a fo- kicking shit hurts. Honestly, just kicking shit fucking hurts. Like, when you accidentally kick something, it hurts. But kicking something on purpose, I think you have to be a psycho. Like, like I, I would imagine. I've never kicked a man in the balls. Now, obviously, the person getting kicked in the balls is going to hurt a lot. It's going to hurt a lot. But I assume the feeling of kicking someone barefoot in the balls, like... You know, this guy, this guy leave a little damage to your foot. Your foot's a sensitive thing. You know, your foot's got like the most sensitive of like bones and stuff. Like you could drop something on your foot and break it. Someone could sit on your foot and break it. Someone sits on your arm. They're not going to break it. You know, it might feel numb and shit. You'll lay on your arm wrong. All right, you're going to wake up with some numbness. You got to shake it out when you wake up. You kind of like you're wagging your tail. I don't know why I wagged my hand like a dog would its tail. Um, well, I guess she's getting the tail end of this hands. <laughs> getting handsy down there. Well, that's how they wake you up this morning, baby. Because I got places to be and I need you to get the fuck out. Um, <laughs> oh, the bachelor lifestyle. Not my lifestyle. I don't want to be on the bachelor I don't know, like, I've already, look, I've talked about what it would be like, being like 20 girls, like, that shit's insane. 
And honestly, like, I would forget the names of these girls. I would forget... I would forget what the fuck we talked about. I forget what I talk about when I talk to one person. When I talk to myself, I forget what I talk about. And I'm the one that said it. And I'm the one that cares both ways. Like, no one cares about what I say more than me. Especially when I say it to me. I even write down, you know, I always write down things that I think. I never write down things that other people think. So if I'm talking to eight, let's just say eight girls, like that's a lot of fucking shit. I would have to legitimately write like, why do you have a notepad out? It's like, so I don't forget between you and Stacy and Jan and Ashley and Sheena. Um, <laughs> now I'm just saying names of people I actually know. Um, I got weird. Ah, she knows the jokes. We're brothers, we're happy, and we're singing, and we're colored. Give me a high five. <laughs> uh, I like me some Sheena. But that sounds weird. Nah, I was just saying, like, you know, we, we, have, we have a nice report. Anyways, sorry. Don't want to involve someone in the pod who doesn't even know the pod exists. But, um, but yeah, shout out. Shout out to Sheena. Nice gal. Um, but yeah, it's a. Yeah, I just don't. I I couldn't do it. I think being a bachelor, I think it's one of those things. Everyone wants to do it. Every guy wants to do it, but I think when someone views like a bachelor, it really just they. They just want to sleep with a lot of women. Because most of y'all can't actually afford a penthouse. Can't actually afford the city life type of thing. And that's probably A bachelor isn't someone when you live in an apartment in a just basic city. Like, you, you can't be a bachelor living in, like... You can't be a bachelor... Live in important St. Lucie, Florida. You gotta live in Miami. Alright? You can't be a bachelor living in, you know, Wichita, Kansas. It's like, no. You have to live in New York City. You have to live in LA. And you have to make some money. You have to do something cool. You have to be able to afford a scenic view of a bachelor lifestyle. Just because you do the same things as what a bachelor does doesn't mean you're a bachelor. Like, there's a visual concept of what a bachelor looks like. Don't think just because you slay girls in the IG DMs that you're a bachelor. You're just a guy that slays girls in the IG DMs. That's all you are. All respect, hey, get it how you get it. I'm not shaming if you can't afford the bachelor lifestyle. All I'm saying is you're not a bachelor. Um, Can you actually, not even being fun here, can you actually be a gay bachelor? Can you be a guy who's into guys and be a bachelor even if you visually 
fulfill the concept of what I'm talking about, the scenic view, the city, all that stuff, the luxury and all that stuff, the partners, can you be gay and technically be a bachelor? Or does that have to be a guy who gets sexy woman? I don't know. Just thought, uh, I guess that's why Panic and Disco has the death of a bachelor. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's when their music basically took a nosedive. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, I just think, I, I guess the moral of so far of what I got for this pod is. I just kind of, um, I think sometimes things need to be presented and introduced to us for us to truly expand what our variety will be listened to. Because have you ever heard someone that say, oh, I listen to all types of music. There's not a genre of music I don't listen to. And I guess I'm kind of that. I listen to a lot of different types. But I typically listen to the same different types of music. Like, I listen to a lot of genres of music. But I've listened to pretty much the same group of artists from each genre. And some genres, I may listen to just a couple. But I listen to a lot of those individuals' music. I think that's more the reality. And maybe I'm just like, maybe I don't have a good pulse of what people really, how people actually operate. Maybe this is just me, but I feel like a lot of people operate this way because I just look at how it logistically works. Like, we as humans, like, we we don't want to listen to new music every day, every week, every month. Like, if a new album drops, yes, we'll listen to it if we like the artist. I'm not listening to a whole album. From artists I've kind of heard of, but I have no investment into listening to them. But maybe if I heard a song on the radio that was playing, I'm like, who is this? And I like how's it going, but like, oh shit. And then two weeks later, hey, they're dropping an album. That's why the single stuff matters the lead up, because it's like, that's how you get new people. If you have a hit single, it's like, oh, okay. They have a new album. Then you listen to the album. Then you catch another couple songs you like. And then you repeat the album over and over. And then over time, if you listen to an album enough or listen to songs enough, you will convince yourself you like the song more than you actually do. Even when it's just like, eh. And when you're forced to listen to something, kind of like on radio, it kind of really actually... I think we we make ourselves like songs just to make it easier on us. It's kind of like conditions in a relationship with someone. Like there's certain things I like I would not like with someone, but if I had to deal with it every day, I would probably learn to love it, or at least learn to be okay with it, even if I don't like it. Because it's easier to lie in the misery you live in than it is to actually accept that you're in misery. And there's nothing you can do about it. So, I think that that's like when people are with someone long enough, they typically adapt to their lifestyle. And a lot of times we adapt to people's bad habits of partners we're with and stuff like that because it's kind of just like 
when you when you're with someone and live with someone you have to deal with every day it's easier just to adapt to make it easier on everyone involved so it kind of all just kind of comes in unison i think that's kind of how it is with some songs and music that if we just listen to it once or twice and had no incentive to continue to listen over and over again we probably just it would just be a song that comes and goes and we wouldn't listen to more than like once every couple years when it would come on and passing a store we're at or you know just wherever and i just think that's kind of just how the stuff actually kind of works uh, but yeah um i guess here's what i'll say here's the moral I guess here's the conclusion of the scientific method of this unresearched, fully unhinged just thoughts on this stuff is that actually, I guess, I actually think streaming, it kind of limits what we actually are into. It doesn't actually expand our horizons. The only time I listen to new music now is if I like meet someone new and stuff and I'm around them and they're playing me mu- playing me music. That's the only time I actually really like listen because otherwise how do I hear it? The algorithm in anything I listen or watch on any platform I consume, it's the same stuff. Cuz that's what they think I like cuz I do and I- it's going to be hard for me to look for anything new unless I actually hear about it. And I don't hear about shit because I don't watch shit. Other than what I watch. And so, yeah. I think the streaming stuff actually has done a little bit of a reverse on what we think it would do. Because I feel like I, I, I'm kind of set in stone on what I listen to. The artists I listen to, the songs I've picked out and listened to, like, I'm kind of been, I've kind of realized, like, oh, I've really just kind of listened to the same shit. And when I do listen to stuff I haven't before, it's actually older stuff that I either remember or find in passing through these daily mixes and shit of the same stuff that I was listening to anyways, and I add a song here and there that's already part of that same universe, Like, I don't have to expand anything outside, and I think it actually kind of has, when people talk about how things don't feel the same as they were when you're younger, because the older you get, the less you actually want to try something new, or want to spend time, possibly, like, we want to know what we're getting. Like, I know what I like, and I know what I don't. And so when I listen to music, I don't want to have to figure out 30 minutes. I don't like what I'm listening to. I like to know I like what I'm listening to. And I think that's more of just how we operate now. And I think the older you get, my, uh, not that I'm old, but Jesus, you old geezer. Oh, Jesus. Um, But I I know what I'm into. Uh, Booty play. (laughs) Uh, it's my dick in a box, and it's in your box, baby. Oh, I don't hot box, but damn, when it's in, ooh, that box is hot. Ooh. But, um, 
I know I've been slouching down, but yeah, I just kind of um. I really, yeah, it's just kind of, I think that, like I mentioned before, that's where the parts where you're not, like, things don't feel live anymore. Like, music is kind of stale. It's like, yeah. It's because we're not, we're not kept on our toes anymore. It's literally like, it's like you've been in a marriage so long. It's like, you know what you're going to get at this point, and there's a comfort in that. But you're not going to get the butterflies. You're not going to get that sensational feeling. It's comfort. It's it's what we know. It's, hey, like, this is what you signed up for. This is what you want. This is what you like. And that's the problem when you get people literally hands to their own devices in this case. But when you let people make that choice of everything that they're able to consume and do, this is what you get. You get blandness. You get you get habitual, repeated beats and patterns and instrumentals because people say, oh, all music sounds the same. It's like, yeah, they literally have to make music so it all sounds similar because... W- People don't really want to listen to different stuff. We all want to just listen to the same type of music. And they're trying to keep their audience in place by playing the same deadbeat beats, the same guitar riffs, the same non... Because they just want to play music where you don't have to think about, where you're not in awe, and you're just kind of in it. It's not distracting. It doesn't have to make you think. That's why I like every country song, like in part of the, even the in this, she had me a heads Carolina song. There in the like one the first line or two, he mentioned something about the neon lights. Like every fucking country song mentions neon lights. It's like every country song out it mentions neon lights, and I want to get mad, but I'm pretty sure when they're in the writing room and producer, it's like they have to recycle. A lot of these terms in country music, for example, specifically because it's almost like the people that would listen to it. It's like there, there's something about certain words that just, okay, I know what I'm listening to. Because the instrumental is not necessarily, but when mentioned neon lights, I'm listening to a country song. I'm listening to a specific type of song that naturally will keep me in. I think that's just... And I want to get mad at it, but I think there's a science that these producers and people that mix these songs, it's like, hey, you got to mention certain things that bring the imagery so people know what they're into. Because I think we just want to, we just want to know what we're getting now. And that's the problem. We know what we're getting and we're getting nothing new, nothing introduced. Nothing, no one has to look up shit. No one has to learn anything. Nothing. And I think that's why a lot of people feel lifeless. Jesus, that got sad. But I think in a bigger scope of just kind of how society and kind of how things are, it's that there's really nothing new. Everything is the same. 
we're starting to become more locked in and comfortable. And once people get comfortable, that's when your development stops. It's like when they say, um, the second you become, become comfortable, that's when you stop growing. Discomfort causes pure growth. And I think when we become too comfortable in relying on repeated music, repeated playlists, repeated, as good as having rituals and as good as having good habits and as good as having routines is sometimes you got to sway from your routine. Sometimes you got ads. Sometimes you got to change up certain things just to just to keep just to keep your mind thinking of what you're doing and not to get lost in routine, not just to get lost. As great as it is to be indelved and just lost what you're doing, that's when things become stale and that's when you don't really feel what you're doing. And I think that's to put it simply how this is, how music is nowadays. Is that there's nothing that makes you feel new about it. Like, I can't remember the last time I listened to a song and I just, like, get chills off off a rip, the spontaneity. Like, I admire songs I enjoy and stuff. Like, and there's songs where, like, when it hits a certain parts, like, certain, I, like, I literally wait, like, I wait for the best part, the buildup. The buildup is amazing. But in a new song... And even like a recently released song, I can't really remember. It was like a song that just like, oh my God, just made me feel that. It just hasn't happened. But uh, yeah, I I think think that's good enough. I think I'm going to stop the pod there. That's a pretty good pod. And I had no clue what I was going to talk about. And I had no clue even that idea. I didn't even write down the idea, that connection. But it just actually naturally came to me. So yeah, alright guys, that was episode 174 of the Off and Beat Podcast with Clint Nelson. Uh, don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Um, most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. And uh, try not to get lost in your routine. Try to explore different shit and be okay with listening to archaic radio. Because you might actually listen to more music. As weird as that may sound. Alright guys. And uh, have a great day. Wow. Clint. Clint is back baby.